Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. Well, friends, I, uh, I was thinking about this first reading we have today from St. Paul and a line from uh, my philosophy studies from back at Borromeo Seminary came to my mind, a line from St. Augustine, Si comprehendis non es Deus. Si comprehendis non es Deus. Latin from St. Augustine meaning, if you understand, that's not God. <laughs> if you understand, that's not God. Okay, what does this have to do with what we heard in the first reading? Paul says to the Romans, Oh, the depth of the riches and the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How inscrutable are his judgments and how unsearchable his ways. First of all, I love Paul's usage of that word, oh, at the beginning of that. Oh, the depth, the riches, the wisdom of God. I was reminded last week, uh, Tuesdays when I go into the fifth grade classroom. I was in uh, with the fifth graders over at the school last week, Tuesday, and one of the fifth graders, Finn, we always do questions back and forth. They ask the questions, I give the answers. That's how that works. Finn asked the, this question. We, were, we, we had just gone over some basic, I would just reviewed some basic Trinitarian theology with them because so many of their questions has to do with um, getting a basic concept of the Trinity in our minds, right? So Finn was recapping this for us. He's like, okay, so the Father is God? Like, yeah. And the Son is God? Yes. And the Holy Spirit is God? That's right. But the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit are not the same person? Like, yes. Then he says, I don't understand. (laughs) I laugh so hard. I laugh so hard. I don't understand. Yeah, no, you're not going to understand that one, right? That's a capital M mystery, not in the sense of we haven't figured it out yet, mystery. It's mystery in the, in the very beautiful sense that the church uses that word mystery. The word mystery comes from the Greek word muen, which means to shut your mouth. Literally, it's that kind of reality before which there is no words that can be said, that this is something beyond the mind to comprehend. We talked about the distinction between contradictions and paradoxes, right? That a contradiction is something that cannot be, right? Like a four-sided triangle, that's a contradiction. It cannot be versus a paradox, which is an issue of seeming contradictions but are simply based on perspective differences, right? So the paradox of God's three-in-oneness, his Trinitarian nature, is the, is the paradox of our limited, finite human minds versus God's infinite mind. Anyway, I'm sure he wasn't tracking, but it was a great conversation, at least on my part. Here's what I also said to him. I said, I, I explained this, that, look, I don't want to worship a God None of us, I think, actually want to worship a God that we could say, I've, I've fully wrapped my mind around this. Like, I have fully grasped this. Like, I don't want a God whose ways I could understand completely or whose wisdom I could plumb the depths of. We don't actually want that. I mean, like, there is honestly, like, 
almost nothing that I think that I perfectly or totally understand. I mean, like the, my, I'm, I've got my notes on my iPad right now. I have no idea how this works. I have no idea how, like there's light and there's words and I go like this and things move. I have no idea how a microphone works. I have no idea how someone made this. I have no idea, like, how, I, I have no idea how they lay foundations of buildings. I don't know how electricity works, how the internet works. I don't know how clocks work. I don't understand why daylight savings time is necessary, right? There's very few things that, I mean, honestly, I don't think there's actually anything that I really fully understand how it works. And so why would I think, like, God, you know, the one who made everything, I should be able to understand him. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. So where do we go from there? Because we have this desire to understand things, right? When we have, because especially when things in life get hard, or when suffering enters in, or, or just things aren't unfolding the way we think that it would make sense for them to unfold. Why are you letting this happen, God? Why aren't you stepping in to do this? Why aren't you just going in and smiting these people, right? It's because we forget. It's because we forget that, like, again, before the ancient of days, we are always God's babies. Like, the great corrective in all of this is to remember just how little we are. To remember that childlike posture. Like, this is why over and over and over again in the scriptures and in the revelation of the saints, think of St. Faustina. The invitation that comes to us from God is one of trust. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me that I'm working out this plan of loving goodness. Trust me that I'm unfolding things sweetly. Trust me that I have your best intention in mind. You don't have to understand it, and you're not gonna. Like Jesus didn't say at the night of the Last Supper, take this, all of you, and understand it. He just said, take this, all of you, and eat it. Like David says in the Psalms, just open wide your mouth, and I will fill it. Invitation into the posture of trust, because we have a God whose ways are not our ways, whose mind is not our mind, the depth, the riches, the wisdom of God so far beyond us. And thank God for that. Amen.